We're just two girls living on the Upper West Side, taking everything in stride. We're the Jewesses, Jewesses, Blonde Edition, yeah! Hello everyone, welcome to Jewess, the Blonde Edition, Season 3, Episode 52. My name is Jen. I'm hanging out in my snow globe in beautiful snowy Vermont. And we also have Shelly. And I'm in Los Angeles inside admiring the sunshine from afar within my home. Well, that's very lovely of you, Shelly. She's also three hours earlier because she's in LA. So I guess it is still sunny here. It gets like dark here at 2 p.m. or something. <laughs> but anyway, Shelly, I'm so glad you could join us. And for those of you listeners that are new to the show, we talk about relationships and love with a little bit of a Jewish twist. But of course, we're open to everyone. We have listeners from all backgrounds all across the country. We thank you guys for listening. Shelly, how the heck are you? I am great, especially now that I'm talking to you, Aww. and it's hard to believe it's 2021. I think the last episode we had together was in 2020, so it feels like it's been a year. Yes, it's been, we talked last year, it's essentially what happened. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had our special Christmas or Festivus Day episode, which was very right. fun to do. Um, yes, Shelly. Gosh, and this year has been so uneventful so far, don't you think? <laughs> I know, nothing's happened. Nothing anywhere. has happened. And it's, you know, today, what is today? The 12th, January 12th? Literally the 13th. The, oh, the, or the 13th? Okay, I missed a day. <laughs> Literally 13 days have passed and almost nothing eventful has happened in 2021. Just yeah. Just joking. Um, wanted to just quickly acknowledge um, last week we did have... Um, an unprecedented, really sad day where the Capitol was attacked by rioters. And we just wanted to acknowledge that in the podcast, because while we are all about comedy and love and fun, we always do want to acknowledge some of the difficult things that are going on to let you guys know that we do keep up with the news besides pop culture updates. So just wanted to let you guys know, and we, um, our, we send our love and prayers to all the families that were affected and just for peace amongst the nation um and yeah that's all i wanted to say and the interesting thing is jen you used to live in dc so I did, yeah it must have hit on even a more personal level because some of these areas are areas that not only people are familiar with as a country but also this was your home yeah in a literal sense for a while yeah the capital um was actually close enough to my office building that every time I got out of the metro and walked to work, I would see the Capitol. So it was, yeah, it was, um, I mean, I wasn't like right next to it, but it was something that was close enough for me to see in the background. So it wasn't that far away. And I, you're right. Just the fact that um, I used to live there, used to be my home. It's a very surreal thing to just be like, that's where I was and I could have been there um in that area and you know it was a it was a work day Shelly so it was in the middle of day during the week and um I I could have been in the office and then I'm sure we would have been in lockdown um you know so I'm just grateful that nobody was there everybody's home working remotely but yeah it is a crazy world 
for sure. Um, but let's get on to some fun topics, Shelly. Right. Yeah, let's have some a little bit of a relief from all of what we were just discussing. <laughs> so. Shelly, I know that we've been talking about because we're in our imaginary lives right now where um, we don't actually go out. But <laughs> I know we've been talking a little bit about um, our virtual dating and speed dating, things like that. And Shelly, you coined a very good term that I wanted to put in the podcast, which was basically like Bumble or Hinge roulette. <laughs> like you just don't know what you're going to get when you're swiping left or right or you're on these speed dates. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to like kind of give some examples. And I know a lot of my friends have similar examples. And, you know, because we we bear our souls for you guys because we want you to feel like you're not alone. So this is really for, for the team, Shelly. I'm, I'm sharing this for the team. <laughs> Um, Some of the stuff I say to you and I'm like, I don't even remember I said that, but I'm sure I did. And <laughs> I would say that probably much like Russian roulette, you don't, <laughs> the consequences can be uh, quite, quite disastrous. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And, and Shelly, what I will say for all of you folks out, th out there that are in the same position as Shelly and I, um, listen to your gut because Shelly, have you had it where you've maybe had a few messages back and forth with someone and there's just something off about it and you can't really like point to one specific thing but there's just something that kind of bothers you about it has that happened to you recently or like it's at any point <laughs> I definitely you, we definitely could say that it has happened at a point yes actually I when you were talking I thought of a specific example uh -huh. Uh -huh. where yeah. I actually never ended up meeting the person but they uh referenced they okay they started messaging me incessantly like it was oh my just nonstop, like an attack of messages oh my goodness it, i can't even say that it was a frequent message it was like um it was you know just like constant messages really um oh. and then they were like oh my gosh there's been an attack did you see this headline and they sent a head they sent a photo of buildings that are actually near where I live, um, but it actually was a reference to a '90s movie Wait, where there was an he attack. Wait, you a fake, a fake alert to see if you would <laughs> respond to him? Yeah, he's like, oh my gosh, there's been an attack. <gasps> That's and horrible. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? <laughs> By the way, if I describe this person, you'd be like, wow, what a catch. <laughs> But, oh my gosh. Yeah, this was someone that was like, um, you know, quite an accomplished and, you know, impressive person, except <sighs> for this experience. And so I actually, the for whatever reason, amazingly, even though I, it was a reference to, I think, Die Hard. And I, and so there was like this attack on the, like, the built these buildings that are were renamed in the movie okay but they're right near my house actually oh my so gosh. I, I thankfully did not fall for the trick they were trying to test my 90s movie knowledge I think they were a, just trying to get you to respond maybe like, I was like ha, ha, it's from this movie or something and I was like whoa but but I said to them I was like hey like if I didn't know this movie not only like I, I probably would have been alarmed <laughs> <laughs> yeah um to like say that to someone so I yeah I, I 
came to understand that humor probably didn't appreciate like both the incessant messages and had I had slightly less movie knowledge would have probably been concerned about the safety of my area. So that was, I would say, um, quite not just one red flag, probably a few red flags (laughs) at once. 20 red flags. I have to say, Shelly, you have the best extreme examples. I I mean, listen, guys, you know, I I put together the agenda and the topic list and Shelly and I talk about it. And I never have any idea how good these stories are going to be until we actually start recording. So this is amazing. Okay. Um, Shelly, yes, those. Okay. Backing up to your con. Now, was this um, on a platform like a like Hinge or JSwipe or something like that? Was it one of those platforms? No, this was someone that was like that I was introduced through someone I knew. And I didn't even de- get back to that person about that because I was like, oh my God, this is, is just bizarre. I actually am, I consider myself a creative person, but there's no way that I am creative enough to come up with these stories. <laughs> they are, if anything, no, these are true an under exaggeration. <laughs> They're an under exaggeration because the, they the probably true, block it out. The true stories of Shelly. <laughs> and her dating uh, adventures. No, I mean, this is crazy. And obviously there's various ways that people are meeting um, people these days. But you know, what's funny is that what you were saying about the incessant messaging, um, part of the reason that I, you know, wanted to talk about this topic was I had a recent experience where, again, this individual wasn't saying anything that was out of the ordinary, but I noticed there was kind of like this pattern of incessant messaging that if I didn't respond right away, they would send another message. And for me, that was like, "Mm, my red flag's a little bit Mm. up because in normal conversation with anyone, with a friend, with someone you're interested in, usually wait a little bit of time to get a response. And when I'm saying like, I didn't respond right away, it's like within like two or three minutes if I didn't respond right away, another message would be sent. And that's like another example of the red flag and what's interesting is I kind of like filed that in like my little mental Rolodex. And then we were scheduled to speak. And luckily we didn't end up speaking because it just went off the deep end. And then I I kind of was like, you know what? I, I'm not sure I actually want to talk to you. <laughs> and once I did that, I completely insulted him. And then I was like <laughs> insulted and belittled. And I, you know, I've had this experience a few times and Again, these are all virtual people that I've never even like seen before, but I just wanted to make everybody else aware if you're in this position, you're not the only one. I'm sure these guys are doing the same thing to multiple women because let's face it, people don't usually change their behavior or their pattern of behavior from one person to the next unless they have a personality disorder (laughs) Um, (laughs) or multiple personalities. But um, just like listen to your gut, like Shelly, you know, I think it does take some time and I'm, and I kind of listened to my gut and I was like, you know what, this is, uh, this is not a, this is not a situation I want to proceed with. There's just something off about this. And, um, I think people like to hide behind sometimes the fact that we do have these platforms. It's easier to hide somebody's personality behind that because it's so, impersonal it's like oh here are some pictures that I choose of myself and here's the content that I'm choosing to share with you and we don't have any mutual friends in common so it's much easier for someone to masquerade as someone else or kind of um 
you know, minimize some of the, the, the real reasons why they're single. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> That's funny. And I would say that probably it, I'm sure that it happens to guys from girls. So I would say for yes, yes. any of our listeners yes. that are dating women, I'm sure that, that it happens for both. I don't think it's exclusively for when we just talk about our own personal experiences, but I will say, you know, maybe that person, they'll find someone that um, appreciates it you know, their, their style a little bit more. Yeah, maybe they'll find that girl that loves the messages. Sure. And, but I just had never, I had not even spoken to the person on the phone yet, had no, I, I think I was just unable to like respond as frequently. Mm-hmm. And it was just way faster than yeah. I could type even back, it's but it just- was yeah. yeah. And I think part of it too, Shelly, is the anonymity of the whole platforms or or even just being introduced to someone, you know, virtually or through a friend and you haven't even met each other. People get away with things. It's just like how people talk to telemarketers. They can like yell and scream at a telemarketer and not feel bad because they don't personally know them. But if they went to the store in person and spoke to someone and saw it was like a cute little old grandmother, <laughs> they wouldn't yell at them, you know. So it's just the fact that it's like there's that that barrier, both physical and, and emotional, where it, it makes it seem like you can kind of get away with what you want to get away with. Like in, in your instance, this guy like had no problem playing with a serious situation there, like to, to try to alarm you just to get a response. Um, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, I mean, I happen to like, you know, understand that it was a reference to a film but I kind of felt like wow that could really throw someone off guard and alarm them (laughs) I think that was I was like you know that I hope that they don't try that (laughs) oh uh, Shelly I guarantee you that if they tried it with you they've tried it at least a hundred times with someone else so girls out there if there's any guys um making references to 90s movies um about buildings being attacked in LA uh, beware, please beware, and yeah. uh, and uh, delete the match, <laughs> <laughs> or go out with them. <laughs> They're all yours. Uh, I don't think any, Shelley. I, I have to give credit to our listeners. I don't think any of our <laughs> listeners that listen to this show would be the type to want to go out with this type of person. But uh, I'm just putting that out there. Um, yeah. Okay, guys, um, Shelley, let's go ahead and introduce the next topic. Would you like to introduce it to our audience? Sure, so there is a Huffington Post article about what's called turbo relationships that seem to be occurring during the COVID-19 pandemic. It's Mm -hmm. kind of a trend, I guess, where just like a turbo car will speed up really fast, accelerate at a rapid pace, Similarly, these types of dating relationships turn into something more serious way quicker than perhaps in a non-pandemic time. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and both you and I have, and all of my friends have noticed many examples of these turbo relationships where somebody gets engaged and you didn't even know they were in a relationship. <laughs> Or like a wedding is scheduled very quickly after the engagement, and um, it's 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 definitely new 
um, in terms of how we've practiced dating culture in, you know, in recent times. <laughs> but um, it is such a huge phenomenon. I mean, like you're seeing all these celebrities like getting engaged, like I think Ariana Grande just got engaged to some oh. random dude. Um, Demi Lovato did, but then she got unengaged. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of people are like having these weird uh, situations with their relationships. But um, as experts say in this article, um, it just really kind of this situation accelerates intimacy. And it's it's the equivalent of being together for a year versus like two months if you're really living together or spending all your time together during the pandemic because really that's your only social interaction. So um, Shelly, are you aware of any of your friends or relatives that you know that are in this situation? Well, I went to a Zoom wedding of a couple that I think met during COVID and uh, got together pretty quickly, got married. Wow. So there I you mean, go. maybe there's something to it. I guess there is kind of this refocusing. And I guess ultimately, if somebody finds their match and they go for it during this time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. all the power to them. So yeah, that was kind of just also like going to a Zoom wedding was a totally different experience because, you know, you want to be able to like be there face to face, but it was cool to also see like a lot of people at once and not have to worry about getting sick. So that was a kind mm-hmm. of treat to, to be there for someone. But yeah, have you seen that? In oh my circle? gosh, I've seen that so many cases and most of them are like, uh, you know, acquaintances or people that I know that I'm friends with on Facebook. So it's not like I would know the day to day, like, oh, who are they dating? But usually, you know, Shelly, like in general, even if it's an acquaintance, most people know if you have a significant other, you know, and, and it's usually because you'll go to an event or, or a dinner and, you know, that person will be with their significant other. So usually it's never been in the past a surprise for us that somebody got engaged or married. But now because nobody's seeing anybody, it's a, it's a big surprise each time. So it's, um, it's definitely a phenomenon. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention in this article was something that I think you and I had talked about a little bit was... Um, regarding the culture of dating multiple people at the same time has kind of gone out the window for a lot of people and they have to be more serious. And this is what's contributing to the turbo relationships was the fact that before they could be more casual with like multiple people and and kind of casually date this person or that person. But because of COVID, um, they really have to be careful and really examine if this person could be a good match for them. And who wants to put themselves at risk for someone that's not worth it? You know, like that's not, you know, really the right fit for them. So that's that's another item that they talk about in the article. And I totally think that's true. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, Shelly, this is going to fix some of our dating issues that we've had for several years. And I don't say our dating issues. I'm saying like society's dating issues. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if there is something that will shake things up, pandemic could definitely change. It's changed so many aspects of people's lives, it makes sense that it could also affect dating too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think the other thing is uh, what they also talk about in this article is that um, everything else literally is so uncertain and on shaky ground that people are just seeking stability and they're sp- seeking, um, you know, these relationships that are solid relationships, which again, it, is very different from before COVID when we could go out and go to a million social events and we could do whatever we wanted. So that's really changing a lot of people's perspectives. 
And so it's interesting to see um, see all of these relationships popping up, Shelley. So, and to any of our listeners out there, if you want to, um, you know, let us know if anything like this has happened to you, we would be more than happy to listen. Yeah, we love stories. We love stories. <laughs> okay, Shelley, really this whole episode has been leading up to my favorite part of the podcast. Um, oh. It is time for the pop culture update. Date. Ding. Okay. Okay. See, I'm learning. Shelly. Shelly. Very good. Okay. The only reason I really wanted to do this podcast today was to talk about two very important topics. Uh, we're going to talk about one first that happened chronologically earlier than the other one. I'm just going to say two words, Shelly. Okay. And, and let me just let you all know we're trendsetters here because we talked about it in the last episode before it became a thing. Okay. (laughs) I mean, granted we, we, you know, pulled some things from, you know, some media sources, but we talked about it. So we like already set the platform. Okay. The two words are Hilaria Baldwin. (laughs) That's it. That's all I have to say. Hilaria Baldwin. Right. It's kind of been an ongoing conversation we've been having. So oh it's kind of funny gosh. that we. I know. That's why I said we're trendsetters. <laughs> For sure. Um, <laughs> Shelly, where we last talked about Hilaria Baldwin. And again, like you mentioned, we, we talked in 2020, but it was, you know, Festivus slash Christmas Day 2020. We mentioned that there was some kind of obscure media mention of the fact that Amy Schumer made fun of Hilaria Baldwin post her um, post pregnancy with her baby just because her body is so good that um, Amy Schumer was like, I'm going to use this as like a funny meme and basically say it's me. And that was the whole controversy. So not really a big story. And literally, I think, oh, my God, I would. Shelly, I think I even said in the episode that there has been nothing going on. So I'm digging, 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 looking for a story. Right. And then this one. Okay. And then this happened. But after the fact, magically, it multiplied into this whole thing. Can you explain to the listeners, just in case they've been living in a cave, um, what the what the main focus of the next developments of the story are? So essentially out of the woodwork came people saying that Hilaria Baldwin, while kind of seemingly, I guess, insinuating that she had a more of a connection to Spain. Let me know if I'm getting this right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than she actually did. I actually thought she was from Spain. So I guess well, I'm one of those people that like thought that. I, I, did I didn't too. really understand. Like I thought she like grew up there or either her family was from Spain, but I guess she wasn't always hilarious maybe it was Hillary or something and <laughs> I so like seemed to have an accent sometimes but didn't yeah. have an accent and so it's very interesting I was fascinated by it did I get I, that yes you you got it very right Shelley I as well went down the rabbit hole of this whole um uncovering of old Hilaria Baldwin videos and I am not ashamed to say, Shelly, that I sat there and I watched as many videos as I could so that I could bring the listeners as much knowledge as I could. Okay, it's just for you guys. Um, <laughs> and, and it was also a little entertaining. So essentially, you're right, Shelly. Hilaria has been telling everybody that she was born in Mallorca, Spain. And she hmm. is Spanish and her family is Spanish. 
And if you look at the old, now, Shelly, did you look at some of the old videos? I looked at some of her interviews. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, you saw her with an accent, right? Yes, I, I heard her speaking and <laughs> I mean, it turns out, I mean, she, her husband's an actor, but <laughs> she seems to be pretty actor. convincing. Yeah. Uh, how do you say in English? Uh, cucumber? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite one. I think the how do you say in English? Like, because oh I, everybody forgets words. I mean, I, yeah. I'm constantly being like, oh, what's that thing that you use? <laughs> the spatula, like, is that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I mean... There's actually there's I will admit there's times where I know the Hebrew word for something because that's just like what comes to mind. But it's just kind of but I'm <laughs> well, to be fair, to be fair, you have legitimate claim to this, Shelley, because your parents are from Israel. Right. But by no means like anybody that ever thinks that I was born there. I was not born there. I was well, born in not, Pennsylvania. You're not lying and saying that you were, you know, you're not trying to come across with an Israeli accent. Yeah. However, you legitimately have parents that were born in a different country. Hilaria, on the other hand, has parents that were born in Boston. Um, and her <laughs> on her father's side, I think he it was even listed that he has like ancestors or whatever uh, that came on the like the Mayflower or something and were in Vermont or something. They have like well-traced ancestors. Well-traced. Yeah, I'm not like, oh, I'm from Tel Aviv and I'm here uh, just one year. I'm yes, not, yes, like, yes. It says, there's no, no, I'm from Pennsylvania and. <laughs> it's crazy. So this is the whole, the whole narrative and, the, and her defense is like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize it was incorrect in all these interviews. And I never looked at these interviews that I was in. Yeah, right. Okay. Come on. She probably read each one with like a magnifying glass. But anyways, the narrative <laughs> is that she gave was that she was born in Spain her family is Spanish. She came to the U.S. She's like, when I came to this country. So she came to the U.S. when she was 19 to go to NYU. That's her story. Wow. Going back, uh, unveiling everything. She grew up here. She grew up in Boston. She went to a very preppy um, high school, private school. Her parents were, uh, one was a professor um, I think at Harvard and the other one was a lawyer or something like this, both very American, no accent whatsoever. It, it turns out, I think they bought vacation property in Spain in like 2011 or something. So, you know, <laughs> when she says I have family in Spain, it's like, well, yeah, sometimes they're there, but they're not actually Spanish. So right. that's the thing that she was conveniently leaving out. And here's the thing. I don't think she ever thought that she was going to get caught or that she ever was going to continue this kind of narrative, but she met Alec Baldwin. And I think when she met him, that's when she had started this narrative um, because before that she was Hillary and everybody knew her as Hillary and she had no accent. But <laughs> then when she met Alec Baldwin, she was like, Oh, okay. Like, I'm just going to go with this little white lie. It makes me more whatever. And she just went with it. And I think Alec Baldwin did think she was from Spain. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> what I think. Um, uh, he might he might know now that that's not the case, but he's probably just, 
He was like, oh, yeah, my wife is from Spain. That's what he did on those talk shows. He would imitate her and he would speak in a Spanish accent. He's like, oh, I just, you know, my wife is from Spain. That's how she sounds. No, she's not. She's from Boston. Um, it literally, I don't know what it was, Shelly, but this whole thing was so fascinating. Um, it was like, and, and she never thought she was going to get caught. And the only reason, and Shelly, we talked about this. The only reason that she got caught was because um, we had mentioned the, uh, that Amy Schumer was basically making fun of her with a post on social media. And she had a response, a video response. And Shelly, I remember you saying on the podcast that you watched the video response. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. I did watch it. I did watch it. Back and she sounded very American in that video response. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, I, I just find it just so fascinating that, I mean, it, I don't even know. It, it's just fascinating. I would be so curious to ask her, like, what made her want to create this narrative? I think it's, I mean, my theory is that she just thought it was more exotic and she was a dancer. She was looking to get into the industry in some way in some shape and whatever. And it just made her more exotic. And it kind of added like this extra flair to her narrative. And I don't think it was ever intended to become this whole thing. But once it's like, once you start going on this and once you start telling people, then it just starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think that's what happened with her. And now she's like, you know, like they're defending her. They're saying this is not true. And, you know, like, you know, trying to kind of say, oh, I slip in and out of accents depending on who I'm around. Well, all of her family is American. Okay. So yes. it has nothing to do with that. Listen, if she was like, oh, I just spent six months in Spain. Okay. Maybe, um, maybe it could be like the Madonna effect. Like, you know, <laughs> her husband is, but Alec is American. So it's not even like her husband is Spanish. You know, it's not like she's surrounded by, Spanish every day it's she's literally you know I don't get it but anyways that is the big drama and and that is I was like Shelly we just need to record because this is just this is just too good to not talk about we had to take to the airwaves we had so maybe to. she moved maybe she did move to New York at age 19 but it was from Boston from from Boston <laughs> maybe this is what she did she went on a trip to Spain to her family's lovely uh cottage or whatever in Spain spent a couple weeks there and there was like oh it's time for me to go start NYU so she came to this country <laughs> from Spain to start university so technically it's not a lie right we, we, she should call us we, we'll help her out um yeah yeah Hilaria or Hilaria or Hillary <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> Hillary um yeah um we don't think you did it on purpose but we do thank you for the entertainment value. Um, sorry your family is going through scrutiny, but you guys are celebrities. You do put yourselves out there. She does do a lot of video responses to things, Shelly. So I'm not, I'm actually surprised she didn't think that this was going to come up because she had so many recordings of like, you know, on the Today Show and uh, on different uh, segments where she's speaking a certain way. And then in her, video posts and her like Instagram posts, she's definitely speaking with an American accent versus a Spanish accent. So I'm not actually sure if she ever thought that that was going to come up or not, but I'm surprised she didn't uh, think about that ahead of time. Yes. Well, <laughs> anyways, See, we'll, we'll be following the story. We so sure will. Yeah, we we're sure on will. it. Okay. Um, Shelly, on to the next big story. Kim Ye. 
Right. This is also, I mean, gosh, so much news. This is like nothing happened, nothing happened, nothing happened. And then all of a sudden we have these two huge things that we have to talk about. And and Shelly, the funny thing is, so I have some coworkers that are very supportive of the podcast um, and I appreciate them very much. <laughs> Even during work, they're sending me like links like, oh my God, Kenya, Kenya, like Kanye and Kim supposedly might may be divorcing. And I and I do appreciate that. So those were some big, big news stories. And you as well during the day, I'm like getting these messages like Kim and Kanye, you know? Yeah. So um, <laughs> there are rumors um, from various sources that the two of them, I mean, we all knew that they were living apart. Kanye is in Wyoming at their like, compound there and Kim is still in LA with her with the kids and the family and you know Kanye's whole journey of uh he kind of went off the deep end and I think Derek and I our other lovely co-host spoke about this during the summer when he said some things that he probably shouldn't have and um Kim had to defend him and he apologized he called I think it called Kris Jenner like um Kim, uh, Chris Jong-un or something like you oh. know <laughs> actually it's pretty clever um but yeah he like went on a rant of like the whole Kardashian family and so they're they've kind of been in the news off and on because of that but just recently um like the articles that Shelly sent me and other friends sent me was that there are um I guess pretty legitimate rumors that they are in talks with divorce lawyers um talking about actually separating or slash divorcing mm. so they, they were they gave me so much hope and love gosh they did well, <laughs> they were after all those marriages well Kim had finally found her Kanye and they had a friendship they had a friendship dating back years so I was really rooting for them they had a family together yeah, but you know, here's the thing, and this is what I kind of always thought, and this is, it sounds like this is kind of, just according to the articles, that Kim was really the sole parent of these kids, and Kanye kind of like went off and did his own thing, and he's like, oh, I want to have six kids, like, I think he actually, there was a couple times where she reported, or he reported that he wanted to have six children, but where is he with all the other four children, like, why is he in Wyoming not helping out with the kids? Wow. Yeah, that could really be very difficult. So it's almost like she's a single mom to five kids because she has Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> and because unfortunately, Kanye's had a lot of challenges and um, decided not to take his medication. So he kind of went off the deep end. So poor Kim has to hold everybody up. And I guess she just kind of got to her wits end. So, I mean, this is another story we're going to be following Um again this you know not necessarily out of left field but um you know there's been some photographs on her instagram and her skims brand where she isn't wearing a wedding band mm. um have you seen those shelly i saw an article about it haven't had a chance yet to read it so. yeah um it's just you know it, it's interesting so i don't know again people say this is a publicity stunt who knows i don't think that this is a publicity stunt they said the same thing with like um, you know, Chloe and Tristan, like when he was cheating on her, I mean, that was real stuff. It wasn't like just publicity. So I don't know. I, um, you know, I hope Kim and the kids will be okay. I think they will. Right. And we wish them well. We do wish them well. Time. We do wish them well. <laughs> Shelly, 
Before we end the episode today, we have a very important promotion for next week. So excited. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I'm verklempt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So as you guys may have recalled, if you listened to our last episode, we were talking in detail about a book called Not Your Mother's Rules by um, um, Sherry Schneider and Ellen Fine. And lo and behold, Shelley, what special news do we have for the listeners here? So this is so exciting. The We're going to have an opportunity to talk to one of the authors in our next episode. It is so exciting. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, so for all of you guys that might not be familiar, these two authors um, actually were the authors of the very first book called The Rules, which is came out in the 90s. It's a cult classic, and it has everything to do with dating do's and don'ts um and from there they kind of became this empire where they wrote other books about the rules the rules in marriage the rules and the new rules and the one that i referenced in our last episode which which is not your mother's rules which came out in 2013 um like i said in the last episode i've read everything and watched everything on netflix so i was like let me give this book a try and there were so many good things and good topics that you know we we came across um and we are so lucky that um sherry is actually going to be our guest um next week and we're so excited um to have her on the show and to represent the rules and it's literally like it's like talking to the dating experts shelly like we pretend we're dating experts um (laughs) but we're not certified (laughs) not yet we have to put in a few more hours um but these ladies Shelly they're they're also dating coaches so they literally are the experts they've literally written the rules about dating and are incredibly I think they in a sense set the tone for so many dating books that have followed Mm -hmm. about um just kind of speaking to a female audience and letting letting them know um just about kind of the various stages of dating but also just like the early stages the uncertainty and navigating the uncertainty so i think that there's there's a lot of really really exciting and i think that for those that are less familiar with it they kind of maybe have some perceptions. So I think it'll be good to kind of break down some misconceptions that people have about it, understanding Mm -hmm. a little bit, just kind of the story behind it. And uh, it's really interesting that the latest book goes, incorporates technology and how so many of these rules are relevant today. And a lot of the kind of the things that we talk about are, really consolidated in the book so it's really exciting to talk to people that can be informative engaging uh talk to the author and get a sense directly from the person that like literally wrote the rules on it i know i'm so excited you guys this is epic for us um we're gonna be plugging this like crazy so stay tuned we can't wait to release that episode um but in the meantime guys make sure to check out all of our social media presence um facebook under jewess the blonde edition as well as instagram and twitter we're on podbean itunes and every other major pod uh platform for podcasts which is very exciting because they're all aggregated now um you guys thank you so much for listening we can't wait to talk to you guys next week stay safe 
date safely as well. And with that, I'm going to say Jewess is out. Bye, Shelly. Bye. Bye. We're just two girls living on the Upper West Side, taking everything in stride. We're the Jewesses, Jewesses, Blonde Edition, yeah.